Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. Whoa. One, two, four, Hope everybody's having a good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. Welcome for joining the Old Man's Podcast show with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. On this fine Wednesday morning, like Eric alluded to at the beginning of the show, uh, it's one two four two four. How you well, doing this morning, Eric? How you doing? Well, buddy? we're at the halfway point in the week, and um, yeah, and right. I think we got plenty of introductions in order. We got our Wednesday navigator Shelby, as we like to say to her, "Hello, darling." Hello, darling. Hello, How are y'all? We got Cindy doing good, and we got we got Crash Cat. We got um, you know, hopefully, yeah, we start getting some more friends filling up the live show here here shortly, and it is also the the one thousand show Eve, and um. And of course, that'll be Russ's day. And then um, Kat might even join us to get us prepared for her debut show tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, tomorrow's going to be an exciting day. But you know what's more? I think, I always think, like for me, my favorite day of the week is Thursday because it's before Friday. Everybody's excited about Friday. Well, I'm excited about oh, Thursday. Oh, yes. And you know what? Show number 999, baby. Yeah. Show number 999. I mean, I tell you, nine nine nine. You know, and, and what's it's like? We're in line. If you had to get in line, where would you want to be in line? You have to get in line. You know, where where would you want to be in in line? You would want to be first, right? You want to yeah. be first, right? Because then when the window opens, they go, "Okay, uh, who's next?" You know, being being first in line puts you in a position of power. Because you are next, you know. You know. This is what I'm saying. So the, the person, okay, your, the counters are all open and everything, and people go, "Okay, I can help. Who's next, please?" That's you. You're next, and you're going, man. You know what? 
and you turn around and you go, you know what? No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead and go up to the window because I'm Hello, next. Maxine. Because I'm, Hello. I'm, I'm next. I can be in, I can go up to the window anytime I want because I'm next. You know? <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so there you go. That's why today is a special day because, you know, we're next. I mean, is okay. it? You know, it, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Britt, what's going on? Hey, Sue. Hey, I, you, do any of you people, do any of you people sleep? My God. <laughs> you guys on the East Coast are doing podcasts all day into like two or three in the morning. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sitting here dying because I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. I'm sleepy and I'm. And it's like, I know that you guys are all up, you know, you guys are with Russ until two in the morning. It's like, my Lord, you, I don't know how you guys do it. I'm sitting here, been drinking. I'm drinking like about my third cup of coffee. I've had about four of those candies, those chocolate espresso <laughs> things that, that J-Baby sent me, uh, of which we're waiting on J-Baby. This is, uh, we're trying to get J-Baby. Uh, J-Baby's supposed to be here. I see. Uh, I don't know if I should text her or not. Uh, maybe I should send, I should fire her a text message, uh, because I talked to her yesterday. She's all excited about coming in. Hi, Veronica. Oh, did you know? I love that name, Veronica. That's Grammy's middle name. Grammy's really? middle name. Yes. Her middle name is Veronica. And she was given Hi, that. Name. She was given that name. Hey, Russ, given that name by her dad, because her dad, uh, what was that actress? Veronica, Veronica, something Blonde lady, blonde, beautiful blonde actress, Veronica. Veronica is something, uh, but she got named yeah, after that. Welcome back. Named that, yeah. Uh, let me see. Well, I, I have a. Go ahead, Eric. I have an I have an aunt that was named Veronica, um, but we all knew her as Aunt Ronnie. At uh, Ronnie. Aunt Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For 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 a woman, um, Ronnie would be short for Veronica, like for a. For a guy, it it would be short for Ronald. Uh huh. Well, Eric, I can't I can't text and and talk at the same time. So, you and Shonda go right. I mean, you and you and Shonda, you and Shelby go right. Yeah. Hi, Sam. <laughs> well, um, and I know that, you know that I know this month will be like drawn to a close next week. Um, as we begin in February, and I know right. February is going to probably be another exciting month here at the Old Man's Podcast Show, as we're going to be doing like the, you know, like the engagement heart, heart contest again for a second year in a row. Yeah, that's going to be you fun. What, that's, this month just flew by. It seems so? like it. You think so? I, to I, me, I, it did. I thought. I thought when it it, it first uh, the first couple of weeks, yeah, first couple of weeks flew by uh for me and then um this the last week the last week and this week have just dragged dragged on and i i don't know why i don't know why it's just it's weird it just seems like it's beep beep meow I, I need a sound machine. I need a sound machine so we can have all those sounds. <laughs> the, road, the road runner running by. Yeah. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get that. Oh, man. What's up? So what's cooking, Shelby? Hey, Russ. What's cooking, Shelby? What's cooking? 
Uh, nothing today. I'm not even cooking today at all. Do you guys? Uh, are you are you guys breakfast eaters? Are you guys? Do you guys eat breakfast? Uh, I do sometimes. Sometimes not. Yeah, no. Eric's a Eric's a consistent breakfast eater. I'm not. I don't well, um, well, my breakfast three days a week is is like a Wendy's like egg and cheese biscuit. But my housemate Bill, who I carpooled to and from his his renal dialysis treatments, uh-huh. you know, um, but, you know, gets it for me. And then, and because they got like this three for three, like this two for three menu where you, you have the choice of like sausage biscuit, the egg and cheese biscuit, or the, are there se- seasoned like potatoes, like they're like for, for like their breakfast version of fries and, uh-huh. and a medium hot coffee. Now, Eric, you like your breakfast sandwiches with a biscuit or a croissant? Um, I'm not really picky. I mean, I'll go either way, or or I might would do a breakfast plate if it if it didn't have like the the biscuit or croissant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, um, like I said, I'm I, not. Go ahead. And if I eat like grits for breakfast, I know oh. I, I've, I've got to have it. I I've got to have grits. it loaded with. I've got to have it loaded with butter because you know what mm-hmm. Paula Dean says: butter makes the world taste good. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really like grits, but I much rather have grits in the evening with um, shrimp, cheese. Oh, that's good. Hot I'm sauce. We're watching a cooking show, and, and they made they made ship, uh, yeah, sh- uh, shrimp and grits, and I've never had. Uh, shrimp and grits, and the way they made it, I'm going. I told Grammy, I go, We need to find a place that serves shrimp and grits because I would love um, that. Meal. If I had known that, I would have took her somewhere different and she could have had shrimp and grits down here. Uh, I don't really know if Grammy's that much of a grits eater as I am. I love it, and she's well, the, and, um, and then she don't make she don't make me grits. She hi, don't. Brett. Um, she, well, and uh, she says I can't. I can't make grits, and it's like, all right, I don't, push, I don't push the issue, you know. Hey, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. How about well, you, Russ? You're a, Russ. Are you a grit grits eater? Um, I guess yeah. Russ is doing, <laughs> doing something. <laughs> but right, Mister C. <laughs> well, uh, um, yeah, I eat grits with cheese and bacon in them. Oh, oh, bacon! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, having a scramble. Yeah. That's good. Um, Jeez, but, yeah. Well, um, yeah. I know. I know when it comes to Miss like, Sue, like, it's like it's like a, um, it's it's a grain. I think it doesn't it come from to, corn. It, 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 it's a corn based grain. No, it, it, it's not from corn. It's from hominy. Is what it comes from. Oh hominy my gosh, hominy is, is corn. You dry it. You dry is, out the hominy. Well, it's, just, it's white corn. It's, it's, it's a different kind of corn, but it's but you dry it out and it becomes a granular substance, and it's it's green. But it, it comes from hominy. It's just dried out hominy, as all grits are. I tell you what. Well, I, all I know is I like it. Uh, I I I wonder if I can buy it. I don't know if I want to try instant grits though. I I don't know. That's what it is. That's all it is. Yeah. You can but, um, you can get it at the store. Hey, you'll tell me. I've been cooking for 20 years. I know what it is. <laughs> well, um... Look right up on it. <laughs> and I'm older than um, you. You haven't upset me, Sue. I've been getting paid to cook for 20 Let me change that. I've been getting paid to cook for 20 years. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Uh, uh, 
Hey, Jay, baby, good to see you. I hope. Uh, hey, I'm what they call a prof- I'm what they call a professional. Oh my god! Oh, Lord. Uh, Here we go. I am a professional. Don't try this at home. Professional. Um, well, and I think like the th- thing about about grits, like I think the only one drawback about 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 like when it comes to people who eat grits and don't eat grits is they they say grits is not good. Like if you if you got really bad diabetes and if you're going to eat it. You want to eat it in moderation and don't and don't make it a, a, a routine of like eating it constantly to where it just shoots your blood sugar really high. Uh and if you got I bad mean, fire ant pro- if you got bad fire ant problems, just go out there and uh get a stick, shove a hole through the fire ant mound, pour some grits down there, they'll be going in. Yeah, pour grits down there, they'll be going in a week. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's right. Ants are a lot like birds. They can't digest the uh, grit and it expands in their stomach and kills them. Um, Right. Rice will kill birds too because, um, you know, like people who like throw throw rice, like when people get married, they they say that that's a no-no because if birds eat that, it'll it'll kill them. Right. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know that about, I I didn't know that about grits. But I, I do have a problem with what I just, I saw a video and I sent this to Shonda. These people, they found this ant colony, red ant colony. I don't know where, in Africa someplace. I don't know where, some desert. And um, they poured they poured an extremely wet concrete down the ant hole. Okay. Oh, wow. And what they did was then they just kept pouring this concrete in, pouring this concrete in. It took a lot of concrete. And then after a while, when the concrete set, they went in there and started digging this ant colony uh, out, you know. And it was one thing. It was fascinating to see, you know, all the all the uh, the the trail, uh, you know, the the trails and the places where the ants stayed. I mean, this thing was like, it was massive. It was it was massive. This this concrete structure of an ant colony. It was really massive. And and I thought, well, that's really fascinating. That's it's fascinating. It was cool to look at, but. The one thing I didn't agree with, now these ants are out in the middle of nowhere, not bothering anybody, and they figured mm-hmm. they killed about uh, 5 million ants to do, when mm-hmm. they did that. And I mm-hmm. thought, now that's kind of a shame. You know, that's really kind of a shame that they did, you know, that they had to kill that many ants hey, Marley. Just to dig this thing up. I just didn't, I don't, I, you know, I thought it was fascinating on a, on a science aspect of it and looking at the can- ant colony and seeing how the ants may build their stuff in that. But to kill five million ants just so you can just so you can look at that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. It's just it caught me weird. It just it just caught me weird. You know, I'd rather just sit there and eat grits and watch them come in and out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, that put a that sure put a damper on everything real quick, didn't it? <laughs> Where'd everybody go? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm here. Sorry. Uh, you know, oh man. I'm here. I'm here. I know. I know. I know you're here. Uh, we're just waiting on J Baby's guys. J Baby's a little preoccupied right now, but she will be. Uh... Yeah, I know what you mean, Marley. Ricked it. Yeah, I was, I was wondering uh, they couldn't find a bigger anthill. Yeah, because five million um, fire ants the, to me seems like a pretty good start. Those things suck. They're horrible. Well, yeah, but they're out in the middle of doing. They're out in the middle of the field, not bothering anybody though. They're not bothering anybody. You know, they're out there. There ain't nobody bothering them. There, there ain't nobody around them. They're just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, leave them alone. Leave them alone. I don't know. I don't know. 
karma is going to get them. They're going to go home. They're going to have ants in their houses. Yeah, because the word's going to get them. Yeah, I was uh, looking it up here. 16 and a half trillion ants is what they estimate are on the planet. So uh, that five million is not really putting a dent in anything. Yeah, it's not really putting a dent in anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that number is astronomical. <laughs> you said uh, 16. What was that number again, Russ? Uh, 16 and a half trillion Ants, they figure, and that's just an estimate. Obviously, you know they they don't know every ant that's on the planet, but they estimate around sixteen and a half trillion ants for all around now, the planet. Now, if you divide that by eight billion, that tells you how many each of us, how many ants per us, you know. And what's really crazy, they say, is if they killed off all the ants within a week's period, the Earth would die. I, you know, I kind of believe that. I mean. Uh, you know, as much as we hate insects, yeah, they do have a purpose. They're an important part of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, and they keep things uh, keep things from going and moving. Uh, they keep the ground cultivated so that plants yeah. grow. Yeah. You know, when I tore up my uh, <coughs> my, my raised garden, I was ready to have my uh, backyard um, um, uh, rock, you know, come in, tear it all out, all the grass, and put gravel down. I, mm -hmm. I tore into one of my raised gardens there, and uh, good Lord, it was full of ants. I mean, oh. you didn't, you oh, couldn't no. tell you couldn't tell by looking at the surface, but when I but when I put sunk a shovel in there to get the dirt out of it, you know, oh my God! I mean, I was like I was shoveling ants. There were so many mm. ants in there, yeah. And uh, but it, it never seemed it never seemed to hinder anything from growing. It, it never seemed to hinder the produce that I was growing in it. You know, the ants didn't, it didn't bother it. I mean, it, they, they st we still had good crops. We had good, pr good plants. Uh, but there was a ton of ants in there, man. Ton mm. of ants in there. Mm. And then what's funny is, is then all the ants decided they were going to come in my house. Yeah. Oh, there. no. Yeah. Come on in. Let's go inside. He destroyed our house. Let's go live in his house. Yeah. <laughs> And those things are hard to get rid of sometimes. Right, yeah. Especially with down here. Yeah, you should. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, we tried everything. We tried everything and we could not get rid of them. We couldn't get out of the house. So I finally had to end up calling a, calling in the professionals. You know, I called in this, mm -hmm. uh, this, uh, um, this company called, I go, how am I going to find a company that just deals with ants? And I looked and I found one called Ant Works. And I went, oh, okay, yeah. let's give these guys. And they come in, they got me set up on a quarterly, uh, Quarterly thing, they come out and spray around the house. Um, you know, every every three months they come out and spray around the house. But oh. they gave me, they gave me this juice, and it's in a big, it's in like what a big giant hypodermic needle, you know? Yeah. And they go, here, you need to use this. If you see it, if you see ants, he goes, now you gotta be patient. Let the ants come in, let them establish a trail, and then you gotta look and what? see where the trail is. And then we're right where they're coming, where you, you follow it and you see where they're coming in. He goes, put about the size of a dime of this stuff down there, right where they're coming in. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did. And I mean, it was like opening up an all-you-can-eat buffet. Them oh. ants went after that stuff as soon as I laid it down. They okay. were eating on that. He goes, yeah, they'll eat on this. And they'll take it back to their nest, and it will uh, poison everything that's in the nest. You know, they just love this stuff. 
and they did. I mean, that little drop I put was was solid black with all the ants, you know. And they did there, and I I started spreading it. Uh, whenever I saw uh, ants gathering someplace, I'd put a little couple of dabs of that things down there, and the next thing you know, there's just it's covered with ants. I mean, ants just come out of the woodwork after that stuff. And uh, the, you see them, we just leave them alone. They're eating, they're eating, they're eating, they're filling their guts. And then we get up in the morning, no ants. They're gone. Huh. They're, they're just totally gone. We don't, and we don't see them for weeks. And they're gone. And it goes back and they, and uh, yeah, and it it, uh, it kills them. But yeah, they are. And you know what? I, and, and, and Shelby, the ones I get are those little <laughs> tiny ones. Those little tiny, we call them yeah. sugar ants. Yeah, well, we, we call yeah, them something. Yeah, we call them yeah, piss ants. Piss ants, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know why they're called piss ants? Because they bite the piss they out they mess the piss out of me. Yeah, they piss you off. <laughs> yeah, eventually that stuff they put down, it, they just take it back to the queen, and once the queen is gone, the uh, ants disperse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just relocate, yeah. But yeah, the- they do. The key, the key is, is if you can get them to the uh, where the queen is and kill that queen. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I mean, it's it's an ongoing battle, you know. Uh, whoever, me or Grammy, whoever sees him first. If Grammy Grammy sees him first, she comes to me and she goes, "Your friends are back." <laughs> I go, <"They're> <laughs> and then I go and look at them. I go, "Yep, there they are." And I go, "Hey, you guys hungry? I got something for you." <laughs> Uh, but Bob, Bob had an infestation of carpenter ants. Now, mm. you know how little those little piss ants are. Yeah, those carpenter, carpenter ants are huge. A carpenter ant is like 100 times its size, man. Those things are huge. Right? And, uh, man, uh, he, he, he showed me. He goes, hey, 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 old man, come look at this. Come look at this. And I go, I see a dark line on his house, on the side of his house. I go, what's that line? Get closer to the carpenter ants. It's like, oh, my God. I go, buddy, what are those? He goes, those are carpenter ants. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to get somebody out here. I mean, those are things are huge. It looked like the freeway. It looked like the, the 205 going down the, uh, <laughs> the, you know, all the cars and all that stuff. And uh, he had him come out and take care of him. I don't know what he finally did. I'm telling you, if he ever gets him again, just tell him, just follow the line and sprinkle grits down through that line. It'll kill them all. It, it really will. It'll, it'll kill all of them, dude. I, and I you ain't got to pay pesticide. What is it about grits that kills them, though? I, I don't know. They eat it, it and then they expand. It expands in their their body and blows it up. Yeah, they can't, they can't process whatever... Whatever it, Whatever, is, it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Listen. Hey, hey Jay Baby. Hey, JB. Hey, Jay Baby. How you doing? Good morning. I'm okay. How are you? Uh, are you sure you're Good. okay? Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, right. Unfortunately, when my immunity drops, my Epstein bar kicks in. Uh-huh. And basically, what it is is I get it's tonsillitis where my tonsils start to get infected. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it starts with a sore throat, and it's like starting to swell why, up again. And I literally why didn't they just uh, why didn't they remove your tonsils? Yeah. So the doc, my main doctor, told me they don't do that anymore. And I actually, when I had a flare up in September, when they tested me for Epstein Barr, and finally we came to a resolution that's what it is. Um, she even suggested that I needed to get a second opinion and. 
uh, get my tonsils removed. But oh. the biggest thing is I have to have it so many times in one year for them to even look at me. And I really? think now I've hit that. What? Yeah. Yeah. So now I've, I think I'm on like round, I had it like three times in my, or maybe two times. And then I just had it when I went to do the blocks, I had it go to the urgent care. I know I was so sad, but, uh, well, yeah, listen, I'm, are you sure you're going to be okay? Are you sure you're going to be okay to, to, uh, talk to yeah. us? Okay. I'm, I'm good. It's literally just my voice, my throat. So we're fine. <laughs> right. Most important thing you need from me, but we're fine. Okay. Well, I, uh, <laughs> Jay baby and I were talking and, uh, um, and, uh, she, I, I told her, look, when you're done with this, uh, uh, this thing you're doing in, uh, Oklahoma, if you want to come on the show and share it and tell us about it, you know, this, which, uh, the show that she was filming and doing and getting on and, and she goes, yeah, just tell me a day. And I thought Wednesday's a perfect day. <laughs> this is something that Shelby's interested in. So, uh i'm gonna and uh know. side note oklahoma was an awesome musical just throwing that out there. <laughs> oklahoma i think when she told me she was oklahoma i sent her a little uh, uh one of those little uh yep. videos with a guy singing oklahoma so yeah i know what you mean uh so anyway <laughs> jay baby uh but it's uh the the floor is yours uh uh by all means you and okay. shelby go at it and uh, i know shelby's got a bunch of questions for you but uh Tell us about it, how, what it was yes, all about. I want to know. I want to know. Come on. <laughs> all right. So um, shortly after I started to build my business, um, you know how Facebook starts eavesdropping on all of your conversations and giving you new advertisements. And so I got an advertisement for the blocks that said entrepreneur question mark um, apply here. So I was like, hmm, this is interesting. So I had, you know, apply, or put on there that I'm interested and started the inter or the application process and they sent me the interview. And so I was like, oh, all right, this is kind of cool and stuff. But there was a lot of questions of like, how did I already get to the interview stage? And, you know, you start questioning, is this even legit and all this other stuff. So we were just about to open up our business. I did not follow through with the interview process. I decided to go ahead and step back from it. Um, I did actually download the app, watched a show, and I was like, well, this is ridiculous. Like, there's no way that my business is going to be good enough for the show. Um, because, you know, the first season, they all had, like, these really smart people and really big companies that were helping people. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to qualify. So I put it off, put it off, and went ahead and took care of my store. And it came up about a year later. So I saw it again and I kind of started looking at it and I started digging in a little bit and I noticed that they were interested in any business. It didn't matter how big or small you were. Um, they wanted to help you take you to the next level. And so I was like, okay. And so I went through the interview or went through the process again, got to the interview and I talked to one of the executive producers and <clears throat> she was kind of the person that pushed me over the edge of, this is something that I should do. Um, give me one second, the dogs. Um, I'm sorry, my dogs are outside, so they're coming back in. <laughs> um, so she started telling me that she actually was on the show before, before, and now that she was actually working for them and helping them out, um, 
and she told me that it really helps her. It was like getting her MBA in a week's time because it's so condensed. You're basically going there, you take your class in the morning, and then you do the challenge and all that stuff. And I was like, okay. And so what you know scared me was she did tell me that we did have to pay into it, and it would cover all your food, your hotel, and all of that stuff. But because it hasn't been picked up by a major network, mm-hmm. this is why they kind of need us to pay for it. So, of course, okay. I'm hesitant. Like, why is this a TV show? And then we're paying into it. You're so, like, I don't know. It kind of sounds scammy to me. So I researched the blocks. Like, I Googled the crap out of it. Because, of course, my husband was hesitant. My One of my good friends was hesitant. They're like, this all sounds scammy. I'm like, it does. But I researched the crap out of it, and all I could find was people talking good things about it, saying, hey, I was on the show. It was the best thing I ever did. Um, I couldn't find one negative review. So I was like, you know, I talked to somebody that was on the show, and that now is, like, helping them out. Like, it's got to be good, right? So um, Steve trusted that I did my research and said, okay. He's like, go for it. So I went in, and um i you know paid up the money and i talked to my sister about joining me because i could take my business partner but unfortunately steve couldn't go with me so i figured this would be a great opportunity for my little sister who's going to school for business marketing and all that and i was like it could help her in her life and get her some education and exposure to what people are doing so i had her join me she didn't actually do any of the competition part of it (laughs) but um (laughs) She definitely took away a lot from it. She made connections. She has a friend that they're going to start a podcast soon. And she was able to wow. make some connections with people on how to do that. And for guest appearances. So, but yeah, so we ended up getting there. And um, we got there two days early because my sister's birthday was that Monday. And the show started on Tuesday. So we're like, we'll go in early. and celebrate her birthday and yeah I came down with the Epstein bar so I was in urgent care Monday night luckily it was like only there for maybe an hour or two and I know what's going on with I knew exactly what was going on so I had to show them like my test results like this is new or this is isn't new like this is all I need and stuff so that part once I was on the antibiotic and the steroid I pretty much kicked it before the show started so Um, yeah, so get to the show and basically what it is, is you take your class in the morning. Um, it's like two hour course and there's like 17 courses total in beta blocks on different topics. And Mm -hmm. so he chose five topics that week and he linked all of the topics together so that all of the lessons kind of rolled into each other and, um, whatnot. So we learned, had our lesson in the morning. You break for lunch and then you come back. He gives you a challenge. And usually it's like you have 15 minutes to put something together, like for your pitch, and then you have to do a present a three minute pitch. And it was had to cover all of these questions that were related to the topic for that day. So mm-hmm. then he gives you the questions and he's like, Hey, you got you gotta go. And so then you run to your pod, which is another room, and you you're just furiously writing down your pitch um, and like, okay, I got to answer this. I got to answer that. And then 
they give you the order the night before of your presentation. I had to present first three out of the five days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's not right, <laughs> it's like uh, on the last day on my I stand up, like uh, the last day we do the pitch and I'm standing up front and they all look at me and they're like, Are you first? I'm like, Oh yeah, I go, This is my third time this week and they're like, Oh, so you are a professional this. I'm like, Yeah, mic me up, like let's go. <laughs> so um that part kind of sucks. <laughs> But the one day that I went last was actually my worst day there. So um, I was like, I, I kind of prefer going first versus last. Apparently, they heard me say that and were like, here, have first again multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so then there's, there's no more than 10 people in your pod. Everybody does their three-minute pitch. And then they go back through the same rotation, and you get your 15-minute consultation. Your 15-minute consultation usually starts with the judge giving you questions, um, again, pertaining to the topic, and you have to stay on topic is what they ask. Um, so right. don't go asking something completely off topic because um, it will actually hurt you because you are getting points for your consultation. So okay. they ask you clarifying questions because they want to ensure that you actually understood the topic. So it has right. nothing to do with how good your business is or anything like that. It's how you apply this topic to your business how you're going to make this change, or is this something that you're actually already doing in your business? So they go through, ask you clarifying questions, and then depending on the judge that you get, because each one of them is different. And so the whole judging and like the, the point system and everything, it's all very, very loose and subjective. So some of the people that were like, did really, really well, and you're like, how did they not win this? I don't understand. It was because it was just so, so loose on the judging. Um, so they go through, ask you questions, and then depending on the judge, they would give you X amount of time to ask questions back and to get the help that you would need. And then, um, your 15 minutes was up and then everybody goes through that. And then we break for dinner. And while we're at dinner, they're tallying all the points up in the back and figuring out who the winner of each pod is for the day. And then we go back into our seats in the auditorium and they announce all of the winners. All the winners go to the back room um, and then they get their next challenge. And the challenge could be, and that's what they call the blocks off. So then the challenge could be either we got um, another pitch that we had to do or we had a pop quiz. And it was the pop quiz would be on the topic that day. And then whoever won that, um, they gave you the most points, and then they tally that up. Um, they We never at any point knew our points for the week. The only thing that we knew was the top three uh, people that won or that were in the lead. So it didn't matter for the day. It mattered for the entire week. So obviously night one, we knew who was in first, second, third, um, or who had won that the blocks off because uh -huh. they were the first, uh, first, second, and third. But then, like, the second night um, after the block loss, <coughs> even though those people won, they may not have had enough points to be in the top three. So, and the top three people get a red jersey so that you know kind of, like, who those people are and who you're kind of going after for the competition. Um, mm -hmm. But it was great because it wasn't competitive. Everybody was so supportive of each other. Nice. Uh, great. So, like, yes the competition was there but the competition really is for the show 
they're trying to get traction so that you know they can get picked up by a major television show or whatever so that they can get the money and maybe drop the price for us to be at this thing right i noticed so, that uh you can watch you can watch some of the uh, episodes i i didn't really dig too far into it but you can watch some of the episodes on on amazon.com under their prime video thing there you can watch some of the episodes there and uh, yeah so i think they charge a dollar 99 an episode on them yeah and on uh youtube youtube has some uh brief things about it on youtube yeah and you can go to their website and you can watch all of the episodes for free through their website or you can download the app the block b-l-o-x and you can watch it through the app for free as well and that's you know, what I, I have. I downloaded the app. Mm -hmm. I cannot find a web page. I don't know why. I just can't find it. Uh, I've been I'll looking. send it to you. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit funkier. It's not as straightforward as just the blocks.com. Um, right. I, I think it's the beta blocks.com. But yeah, I'll grab it and I'll send it to you. Got any questions, Shelby? Yes. <coughs> um, <laughs> You know I do, Jay, baby. Um, <laughs> what is the interview like? Um, for the phone interview? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so it's a two-parter. The first part they send you, it's a video interview, so it's basically done by a robot, right? Uh -huh. Because they get, uh, I think they said for last year they had over 70,000 applicants no Whoa. way holy yeah holy. yeah 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 so the, that was the biggest thing that once we, I cause all these numbers started getting told they're like oh there was 25,000 applicants just for this season blah 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 and so I finally went to West the one that um did this whole thing and put this thing together and I was like what are the real numbers he goes okay this is the best way I can explain it is Last year we had seventy thousand applicants. He goes, and I put you guys into last year because that's when you guys got casted. And he's like, and then you break it down by X amount of seasons. I forget how many he said, but it was roughly uh, over ten thousand essentially per season if you broke it down all the way. And when you start like looking at how many people were accepted in each season, um, I think ours is by far the largest class yet. And there was wow. only I think there was about 80 entrepreneurs for this is what we counted because a lot of people brought their business partners. So there's over a hundred people, but yeah, it was only 80 businesses that were chosen. And when you start looking at those numbers, just to be chosen to go on this is a win in itself. Like you're going for the right. education. You're not going for the competition show. Like winning the competition obviously is a great bonus, but it's not, right. that's not why we're there. So, um, so anyway, so you get the first interview and they send you three questions. I cannot tell you what those three questions are because I do not remember those three questions. Oh, okay. I, okay. I don't remember them. I, I straight up don't remember them. I think uh, it was on, like... You were sworn to silence, right? They made you sign up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I cannot tell you who won the competition. I cannot tell you um, how well we did in the competition. Like, I will not tell you if I even made to a blocks off or multiple blocks off. No, I know. I know. Because it, don't so you can't tell me if you got a red shirt or not? I cannot. <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want the spoilers out there for the shows. I understand that totally. Totally understand that. I understand um, it too. But. 
<laughs> do you? I'll, I'll no. talk to you later, Jay, baby. You can tell me. I'll talk to you later. She won't tell you either. <laughs> no, she won't. She won't. <laughs> That's not going to stop from trying to get the information from her, though, Shelby. All right. I know. You guys are the only one. Trust me. Everyone's been asking me. I haven't told anybody except my husband. <laughs> um, yeah, Marley says, and the old man will definitely let everybody know. That's why Jay <laughs> wouldn't say anything to me because she knows I can't keep a secret. You know, I'd be blabbing it. So. No, Go I know ahead. your philosophy, young man. I yeah. can either deny or <laughs> can confirm or deny. Confirm or deny. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay Baby. Go ahead. No, you guys are fine. Um, so, yeah, so I remember the three questions. It's basically, who are you? What are you doing? And why? Um, like, what what separates you from other businesses? Well, you know, I remember answering, like, the reason why I put my store together was we do have a huge EDM rave scene here in Colorado. And um, I wanted to provide a place where they can actually go test the flow toys. I wanted to give them safe makeup because I didn't open my store with makeup originally. And I got a lot of people asking for it. And they said that they ordered their makeup off of Amazon and they've gotten it from my biggest competitor in Colorado and they mm -hmm. get chemical burns. And oh. yeah. And I, I've talked to somebody that knows the owner of that, that, that competitor and they're like, Hey, you know that your makeup's not good. Doesn't that? And he's like, I don't care. I make a lot of money off of it because I get it really cheap. And I'm like, that's the wrong mentality. So I, at, the, at, at the time that I had applied for the show, all of our makeup was EU approved. Um, and so I was able to market it that way. Now I've extended a couple items that, yes, are made in China. However, the ratings are really high. They're, um, they, the or not the manufacturer, but the, the business, the headquarters are here in the United States. So they ensure that the makeup is still safe um, mm -hmm. because they go through so much testing and everything. I am transparent with my customers about all of it. Like, right. this is where this is made. This is where this is approved. You know, they know all of that. They know that they're getting safe makeup. And that was kind of one of the answers that I gave in um, my initial interview. Mm -hmm. of Like, we have to stand out from everybody by just customer service. Um, and I, it's funny because since I've been back, I've had multiple people come in and they're like, oh, we love this compared to the other store because the customer service is so great. And to hear that from customers, I'm like, cool, that means I'm doing my job right. Like, this is what we created and this is why. So, um, so that's kind of the initial interview process. It's, I think it was only three questions. It might've been five, but anyways, your questions are less than three minutes. Like you, your answer is less than three minutes and I think they let you uh re-record it up to three times and mm -hmm. if you didn't nail it out by your third time it gets submitted good luck <laughs> oh, okay at some point and what they're trying to get to is to get us to not completely overthink it like stop overthinking it just answer it like what comes to your mind initially and just answer it type thing and right. when you if you make it to the competition you're like oh they were setting me up literally for this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. So, and then the, if you get through that and you get to a phone interview, that's when you actually get to talk to one of the executive producers. And okay. for me, it was 
less of an interview, more of her telling me what to prepare for. And it was just a conversation. Like, she was like, do you have questions for me? And so I was able to open up and be like, yeah, well, how did you do this? One of the greatest tips that she gave me was to bring apparel. She's like, I had no idea what I was walking into. She goes, but I realized people on my season that had their own apparel, because you can't wear anything that says like Nike or name brands on it because Uh it is a TV show. So they're like, but you can do your own logo because that's your uh, entity. So Mm -hmm. she's like, bring apparel. She's like, they seem to get the most um, TV time because they want to promote your business. They want to, you know, show that stuff off. So the glow flow Denver shirt was the best shirt there in the group picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I had a lot of people, they're like, I looked you up last night. Cause your logo is so cool. <laughs> so yeah. Like we, I had my cousin make us all t-shirts and then I think we had a couple hoodies. We had these wonderful hats and uh, my, idiotic self left him at home so i was like okay oh, no. No hat. um but that's okay we're not really hot people anyways and i colored my hair um purple because kind of be like on brand of like yeah i sell hair color and we're a rave store and we're fun so i put purple in my hair i did like uh, highlights with it and then um yeah so that was one of the biggest things that bring apparel so i had my logo on everything and we made okay. sure to sit in the front. I drove my sister nuts. I was like, we're sitting right up front every time. And she's right, like, right. why? I know, because I didn't have our shirts made for nothing. <laughs> right, right. Plus, it shows them that you have more, you know, that you have the interest in wanting to learn. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody there does. So that, I mean, that didn't, you know, partake into any of it. Um, uh-huh. But it was really just wanting to, like, it was exposure because they're they're videoing you the entire day. So okay. my sister goes, "Did you realize that I they're stalking us with the cameras?" I was like, "Yeah, it's because we have our shirts on." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you, like, yeah. So so you can bring enough apparel to like give out. Yeah, yeah. They they oh, okay. they advise you to. Yeah, oh, they're okay. like, this is okay. Like, use this as a promotion for yourself. Like, okay. and he told us he's like, you can use. Take, he's like, take video clips and pictures and stuff. He's like, and you can use this as, as teasers. He's like, I wouldn't give too much away as far as the show goes. He goes, I'm learning that I can't stop you guys anymore. He's like, but by the time the show airs, everyone's going to lose interest. He's like, so don't put too much out there right at the beginning. That's why I'm not telling you guys about the competition at all. I'm just telling you how cool this experience was. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So, and a lot of people, as we get closer, that's when I'm going to start promoting it onto my business pages that, hey, we're going to be featured on the blocks. Like we were part of the show. This is our season. And then hopefully that'll get, get us more exposure. Um, right. There was four Colorado entrepreneurs total. So wow. we, we all took a group photo with each other. And then mm-hmm. we did one of the judges. He's a Colorado native. And he goes, I want to be part of that picture. So we made sure to get a picture with him as well. And so we're going to use that as we get closer. And then we're right. going to reach out to some of the news stations and say, hey, there's four of us featured on the show. And we're going to do one press release together instead of doing it separate. Oh, well, that's cool. That's hey, Jimmy, hey, what season? What season? Yeah, what season is this? 
Yeah. That oh, or season 12. Season 12. See, the app only goes up to um, season 9. Correct. So their goal is to drop an episode a week. Okay. So okay. we're guessing that we will be aired. Um, one of the girls actually did the math. She thinks it'll be about um, spring, summertime. So like May, June is when we should start uh, seeing our season. Okay. Are they going to give you notice? Are they going to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They'll give us notice. So um, like I said, like, so you guys already saw us on Amazon. Right now, uh, one of the things that they're working on, again, this is not guaranteed. This is just possibility, but they're working on uh, Amazon Prime, potentially picking them up completely. Oh, okay. okay. So, but that's just, again, there's all, there's a bunch of red tape anytime you do a network um, show or anything. Like, they expect so many requirements and all that fun stuff. Right, right. So, how many pods were there each day? I mean, well, how many pods were there, you know, for the week or whatever? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I have that answer. Like, so that was a cool thing. Like, the night before, we would get our slide for the class the next day and then mm -hmm. our pod assignment. Mm -hmm. So, you, you got to stress about it the night before going, great, I'm going first tomorrow. This sucks. <sighs> Um, there we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah. So we had nine pods, and there was about eight to ten people in each pod. Okay. Or businesses, okay. I should say. Man, that's oh. a lot of people. Yeah. And I will tell you, so the way they create it for the, for the competition part is he, tries, he makes the game set up that they're hard enough for about a 25% fail rate because they don't want to make it too easy for everybody. Right. The first night he got on stage after um, we had all done our first round and he was like, um, yeah, I have no, nobody failed. He's like, Oh, Apparently, wow. I'm not. This isn't difficult enough for you guys. Welcome to Dream Match. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh man, yeah. you don't want to hear yeah. that. <laughs> no, it was, that was probably the hardest thing to hear because it was like that's when I started like, oh man, I should have done this a year ago. My competition would have been so much easier. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely where my head went with it. Going, damn it. Um, it was tough. It was like we, watching the blocks off. Um, I was talking to one of the other judges because most of these people have been on the blocks, the, the people that are helping out with the show. They've been on the blocks. They still run their own businesses. And they it's such a cool experience that they want to be part of these now. So, But one of the judges. Uh, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> wasn't me. Okay. Um, the studio's busy. So the studio's busy this morning. <laughs> Uh, one of the judges was on the on a previous season. I think he was on season eight. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, he was telling us that, and everybody that was uh, at the block that nobody fell on their face. Like everybody did amazing. Even we were sitting in the chairs going, uh, "We have no idea how well they did." And they don't see each other either. 
when they mm-hmm. go up there, they can't see each other because they can't see each other's answers. Like it makes it even more difficult. And so, but he's like, yeah, he goes, on my season, he's like, many people got up there and froze or, you know, just completely fell on their face type thing. And he's like, none of you guys are doing that. So I was like, man, like this is definitely a tough like season to be on. But everybody was just so fun, so amazing. Um, We're all friends now. Like at, at the rap party and stuff, we all sat there and just like friended each other for like the next week. We were just friending each other on Facebook. Um, we got put into the alumni group, which everybody that's been on any of the seasons is part of. So I'm able to connect with other entrepreneurs in Colorado as well. Networking, oh, wow. baby. That's where it's at. Networking. Oh, 100%. And it was one of the biggest things, like, at the end of everything, after everything was said and done, uh, Wes went up, gave his, uh, his speech, and it was we're around like-minded people. It is really hard being an entrepreneur because there's no school for it. There's no proper education for modern day entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. And that's right. why this whole thing got created was so that we could learn and actually get the proper help for how to run our business in today's day and age. Like they're still teaching you how to do business plans. Like that was what I spent last semester on in my feasibility class was putting a business plan together. And he's like, nobody does business plans anymore because no bank is going to give you a loan. You have to have so many years of business and income to show the bank before they'll even touch you on a business loan Mm -hmm. because too many people have taken advantage of it. And my feasibility class is talking about you present this to the bank for a business loan and they don't do it anymore. He's like, why are they still teaching that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. I think that was like the biggest thing is like literally it's a school for me and, and you get to like work, take your business to the next level and you're talking to people that are going through the same crap that we are every day. Um, yeah. He even said like his, he keeps things from his wife because his wife will never understand it and he doesn't want to stress her out. And he's like, but it's a lonely world because his wife doesn't understand it. His friends don't understand it. And they, you know, and people want to give us, all sorts of, you know, information of like, you should do this with your business. And my answer, my thought is like, you should go run your own business. Like, leave exactly. me alone. Yeah. You have no idea what I'm doing. There's first, only one of me. <laughs> your, first, your first question to those people are, where's your business at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Everybody's exactly. An Everybody's an expert. Everybody tells you, hey, so let me, I, I'm really, I want to ask you. So did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Oh my God, yeah. It was definitely an experience that I will never forget. It changes you for the better. Um, I, I've met people, I've made friends with so many people now. Like, it, I was, I will tell you this, I was ready to close my store. The old man can tell you he has heard me uh, crying oh, and everything else. Like, it is not easy. I was ready to close the store. I, you know, again, I'm lonely. My husband has no idea what I go through every day, even though he's my business partner. <laughs> he right. uh, hasn't been able to actually be part of the business as much as we thought because of his job. So mm-hmm. I, we got in fights. We've been in fights and it's like, that's it. I'm going to sell the business or we're going to close the doors. Like something's going to happen, but I can't keep doing this. And mm-hmm. going to this competition, it completely was like, Oh, this is the struggle everyone's going through. This is normal. And now I have a support team behind me 
like being an alumni group, but you see people go, okay, I'm stuck. I need help. And they'll present their issue. And then you have people that are already done it that are giving you advice of like, hey, try this. Have you tried that? And it's not just, you know, Joe Schmo off the side of the road telling you how to run your business that has no experience. You have people that have done it, that have literally are doing it right now. So having that is just fantastic. So I came back and fully energized. And let me tell you, my my coworkers or my employees, I shouldn't even say coworkers, my employees are looking at me like, oh, no, like they know they're in trouble of like, I have lowered my standards to make my employees happy. And in turn, Welcome it has affected business. My, my sales have dropped, like everything has dropped. And I'm like, all right, like, and I tell my employees, I go, this isn't because of you guys specifically. I go, it's all of the employees before you that have allowed me to drop my standards. Right. And now I'm, I'm bringing my standards back up. And if that means you want to leave, I understand. I, there's no hard feelings but I can't have you here if this is how you want to continue working. And right. so I opened up my, um, my a couple positions again, I opened it up and I was just going to hire store associates because I haven't found the right person for manager at all. And mm-hmm. my first applicant or my first interview, she had applied and then she responded. Um, there's a place on Indeed where they can message you directly. And she's like, hey, I'm really interested in this position. I would love to tell you more about my experience um, and for you to get to know me and be part of your team. And that was the only one that actually sent me a message after they applied. And so my first question to every applicant this time, because what, so one of the things that changed while I was on the show is they, lesson one is you have to niche your business down. Who is your target uh, market? And so I've been a glow store for everybody is how I've been marketing it. And they're like, no, 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 that's not going to work. Like if you're trying to target everybody, you're not going to get everybody. Like you need to start with one group and then just slowly expand. So I'm like, so I'm a rave store. And they're like, yeah, you're a rave store. I'm like, crap. Because I've been trying to avoid a rave store forever. I'm like, I'm not a rave store. I'm a glow store with rave items. No, now we are leaning into, okay, we're a rave store. But okay. so, so with that being said, every applicant that I've had, I'm like, why would you like to work in a rave store? And her answer was because I love going to raves. I love going to festivals. Um, it's a wonderful community, all this other stuff. And I'm like, cool. Like, mm-hmm. it was one of my greatest answers I had received at that point. And I'm like, awesome. So she was my first interview because she was like, I will interview like today. And I'm like, well, I'm off today. Let's do tomorrow. Jamie, I remember you you showed me that one and the guy goes, because I need a job to feed my family. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, cool. Go work anywhere else because I I don't need somebody that's just here for a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) I just thought it was. No, you're fine. Um, So, yeah. So, but she was my first interview and she was answering questions I didn't ask yet. And she answered things that nobody, I can't teach it. And it, one of the things is customer service. She was like, yeah, you eavesdrop onto those conversations. What are they talking? What are they saying? Because usually they're asking questions, but they're not directing it to you. And you look at their friend going, how does this work? And you eavesdrop on that conversation and you answer it. 
And I just looked at her and go, nobody has ever answered that, ever. Nobody has learned that or knows that. And that's what I've been trying to teach my team is like, mm-hmm. listen to them. Be like proactively listen and talk to your customers. Don't wait for them to come to you because they won't come to you. Like Sorry. you have to be kind of a little bit more aggressive on customer service, on educating them on what the heck they're looking at. Because they walk in, they go, what is all this? All they see is just lights flashing at them. They have no idea what they're looking at. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so she, for her to answer that and like a couple other things that she answered, I was like, oh my God, I just found a manager. And wow. I looked at her and go, I, I want to offer you the manager position. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you're assistant manager at your other position right now. I was like, I think you're excited about my store and nobody's been this excited about my store ever. So um, I ended up hiring a manager. She started a couple of days ago and then I had another applicant. His answer was he loves the vibe of the, 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 the EDMC. And so yeah, like, and he kind of like gave me this detailed answer of like how much he likes the EDM scene and the family. And I was like, and it's, it's a community. It really is. And for him to answer it the way he did, I was like, oh, my God, I'm excited about this applicant. He came in yesterday. He did his interview. He was the only interview that showed up uh, yesterday out of five. And it was, it was the only one I wanted to show up. So I was okay with that. And I was like, this is amazing. And he came in. The two of them were going getting along just fine. They understood the expectation for customer service without being um, overpowering or anything on it. Like, they're not, you're not pushing for a sale. You're just trying to educate the customer because the more the customer knows, the more likely that they're going to go ahead and buy that item. Right. So, one second. Get out of there. Get out. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I got excited. Like, this whole experience got me excited about my business again and how to take it to the next level and what I need to do. And that in itself was a win. So would you consider one assignment tougher than the other or than another? Oh, yeah, they gradually got harder. I think he was making because he was constantly changing the classes and the challenge. He was purposely trying to make it more and more difficult because we were doing so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was nobody that came out that failed. Like, we personally, like, I had one really bad day and there was another person that it was in my pot that had a really bad day. It was because of the judge that we had. He, it felt like he was just tearing us apart. And like <clears throat> hindsight, like I mean, these are our babies. My business is my baby. So right, when you start right. attacking my business, you're like, what, what? What? Like, how dare you? Do you know how long yeah, I work on it? Right. It's only me. I don't have the help. What do you mean? Do this, do that. But right. once you kind of like look, take a step back, you're like, he wasn't trying to like belittle us or anything like that. He was trying to get us to think. He was trying to be like, well, what about this? And it just kind of sucked the way he presented it. But like he, I missed a couple points on my questions because he like tied three or four questions into one. And mm-hmm. if you missed a point, he kept pushing it, like moving it along, moving it along. And you're like, crap, I totally forgot to answer that. And so that part was frustrating. But what he was trying to do is give us more time to ask questions. And so I had other judges where I would miss a question on one of the things and they would go back and they're like, okay, and then what about this? And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that question. Sorry. And then you can answer it. So that's where it was like very, very subjective on the judging and the scoring. 
Yeah. So would you do it again? A hundred percent. So they also have a graduate school and that's where mm -hmm. you learn all 17 lessons. And then at the end of it, they do like a mini retreat and you go uh, to Kansas City where Wes lives and he puts us in like an Airbnb or whatever. And then there's like one day where we have dinner at his house with his family. And then we have like a couple outings together as a group, as a, like a essentially like, congratulations, you graduated. You made it this mm -hmm. far. Um, and then there's a second part that's called beta blocks. Beta blocks is essentially where you buy in X amount of money and then you get a mentor. Um, you get multiple mentors. I think you reach out daily. Shut up, get out of there. Um, you get, you meet with them like monthly or a couple times a month, but for two years you have mentors and they, they keep you, hold you, hold you accountable and help you take your business to the next level. Within that two years, when you hit a million dollar in revenue, then you give them a certain percent, a certain cost, a certain number. Um, I don't know if I can disclose that. And mm -hmm. it's a one-time payment. So if you hit a million dollars, say in month three, you pay that one time and you still have your mentor for the next two years. But if you never hit a million dollars, you never have to pay that. And you just pay the initial uh, buy-in for it. And so that has been offered to us to like, hey, reach out, you want more information? I've already talked to Steve. We're going to start with the graduate class. Okay. And then after the graduate class, if we still want to move on to beta blocks, we have that option as well. Um, I don't know if I would do the show again. I think the experience is fantastic. But everybody that goes on the show gets dropped into the alumni group. So I'll still be able to make those connections in the future. Um, but I think we're going to go the graduate school to get all of the lessons. And then we'll go possibly go to beta blocks depending on where we're at with the business and stuff and if we do that then there'll be two years of a mentor so so yeah the whole thing has been fantastic and I would absolutely I advise anyone and everyone to do it so how do you feel now about Glowflow Denver um, a lot of work needs to be done yeah. <laughs> A lot of work needs to be done. Um, and it, it starts with my training my team, getting them to the same expectations. Um, I have to change my marketing. I've got, I thought, I went in thinking that some social media was better than not having a social media. And I was proven wrong a lot. <laughs> so, so social media uh, should be your hub, basically. Yeah. So that's, yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it was funny because he comes up and he's like, everybody's social media is crap. <laughs> and we're like, oh. And he's like, what the biggest mistake that we do, and I, I, I am guilty of it, is it, we're trying to sell, 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 sell in everything that we post on social media. So what mm -hmm. I got to change it to is where I'm going to get some people that are really good with the flow toys, have them come in, make videos, and just show videos of how the products are used and how we make them and or not how we make them but how like using your makeup and stuff like that and then we'll do like another video where somebody goes the pros and cons of this hula hoop versus a brand name hula hoop 
And then the third one, that's where I can do, you know, hey, buy this hula hoop now. <laughs> yeah, so right. it's, it's, avoiding, Hi, it, it's avoiding the selling and it's more of just educating them. Um, I've got to work on a email newsletter. That one's mm-hmm. going to be the longest project I think to put together. But what right. I want to do is do an email once a month of all of the concerts and all the headliners welcome that back, are coming Alexis, next month. Madison. And then have the rules for those venues because so mm-hmm. many venues now, like uh, the football stadium and then one of the other venues, now you can only take in clear bags. So we sell mm-hmm. clear bags so that they can have them for their, those events. Um, right. And so it's like literally saying, okay, you can't take this low toy here, but this venue will accept that, that flow toy. So it's right. just educating that. And they even suggested make like um, a, a sign inside the store where they can go and they can look at those rules because people come and they ask us all the time, what are the rules and what do I do? I pull up their website and they find the rules for them. And I'm like, why am I doing this every single time? Why don't I just right. print it out? A, so that we can just have a list of it and look through it. Or I could just make a sign and they can go there and know hey, I can go into this uh, venue this week, so let me go look at what the rules are. Right, right. So it's kind of changing things like that. Uh, One of the girls, uh, she actually lives in Washington. Uh, I think she said she's about three hours from you. Yeah, she's three hours from you, old man. But she owns a yarn store. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I thought of Grammyo. It's a small business up there. Like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna send Grammy down there, and she's like, we're about three hours away from them. I'm like, maybe not. (laughs) If you let Grammy know that you know what's gonna happen, we'll get up on a Saturday. She go road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll send you her business. Um, she's amazing. She was, she's absolutely adorable, and I love her. Her name's Jen. Um. But she um, was telling us, she goes, she has the same problem I have. You can't educate people, like, in your store if there's too many people there. There's only so much staff, and getting around to everybody is really hard to do. So what she has is QR codes at the different stations, so you can scan it, and it would take you to a YouTube video and show you how that product works. And I was like, oh, my God, that is amazing. I can do that with our store because Saturdays and Sundays get so busy. And we can't, unfortunately, we can't talk to every customer um, all the time. So that's that's something that we've got to do. So I've got to get with my friend who's a videographer that did all of our hometown footage and be like, hey, I need your help for a couple days while we put some of these videos together. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Can you give a roundabout figure of the cost? And can you, like, fundraise to get your stuff there? Um, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do as far as getting money to get there. Um, but it's for me, it was roughly five thousand because I had a partner. But that number, I I hate giving that number out because it could always change from season yeah. to season as they change okay. venues or if they add because our food was mediocre at best, so I could see them having to charge a little bit more to get us better food. But um, so it was like. I think it was four thousand per person. You didn't like the the spam on rye sandwiches. <laughs> Seriously, that probably would have been better than some of the stuff that we had. <laughs> was that actually oh, one of the meals? 
No, no. I didn't. No. Yeah. Right. I'm like, God, I'm like, I'm not eating that night. So anyway, it's like 4000 per business plus an additional 1000 if you bring a partner. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But like, you don't have to worry about food so much. Unless you're me, that was is also on your diet, and you have to you can only eat certain things. Then I had to go to Costco. We drove there, so we went to Costco, and um, I had like a mini fridge with me. So there was two meals up. There was nothing I could eat. So I ran up to my room and I was able. I like I, I had I had I was prepared. I, so I ran upstairs. I was able to grab my stuff. And it's only because my diet is so restrictive compared to anything else right now. Right, right. Oh, okay, let me Connor. ask you. Uh, uh, so, how long did it take you to drive that drive? Going from uh, ten hours to get there, oh, and I think bad. it was about ten and a half, eleven hours to get home. <clears throat> that's not oh. bad. welcome back. That's crush. Not bad at all. Oh, no. All right. Steve says hi. By the way, he's going to work. So nobody answered. <laughs> 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 Nobody cares that you said hi to them all. Uh, <laughs> hey. hey, brother. Hey. Uh, sorry, I, was, I was drinking coffee. She caught me with a mouthful of coffee. <laughs> good, good morning, good day at work. Um, as I said, you know, I own an apothecary shop. Would it be worth for me to go to that? I'm sorry, what? You know, as I told you, I own an apothecary shop. Would it really be worth hey, for Shep. me to try this? Oh, a hundred percent. There was, oh man, Shelby, there was businesses of all kinds, all different ones. Um, I'll have to, I'll forward you. There's one girl. She is, um, she does Reiki. And so, and her whole thing is helping people with like, so we carry scars in the energy of our ancestors and so uh -huh. for her she is a black woman um mm -hmm. so you can imagine what her ancestors have gone through and so she like you, we carry those scars from our ancestors and the trauma and right. what you have to do is you have to learn how to heal yourself and then if you don't you have to find somebody a guide to help you with that well what she's realized and learned is I can only help you and heal you to the point that I healed myself. So she's right. constantly working on her own energies and her own healing. And then she takes on clients and she'll gauge where they're at and how, if she can help them. Um, and then when she gets, when they get to a point where she's like, I can't heal you any further because I haven't gotten there myself, she'll refer them to somebody else. So stuff like that, like it literally does not matter what your business is. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. It is, it, the comp the whole competition is who took the lesson and learned from it the best mm -hmm. and like could apply that lesson to their business the best. Um, so yeah, like some of the businesses, it, it was like, you're like, oh, there's no way I'm going to beat this person. Like they're changing the world and, you know, doing have this amazing new invention. Like I'm not creative at all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It was literally just who presented the best. Right. Well, yeah. it sounds like you got you got your money's worth, uh, Jay Baby, and it'd be interesting Welcome to, Welcome to talk to you again after it airs, so you can get into 
you know, you can get into more of the uh, show details. I think right. that, uh, you Definitely. know, because you can't say now, you can't say now because the show hasn't aired and you, you got confidentiality <laughs> clauses, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> it would be great. Well, and what was great too is Welcome back, even though like if you, there was a specific judge that you were hoping to get with, um, like, and you weren't in their pod, it was okay. Like the judges were open to us. They're like, come to us. Like at any point you can come up to us and talk to us and we'll help you through your business. And so one of the judges, it was funny because I, at the rap party, I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to talk to this one judge because she was like in high demand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. You guys have watched Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. I haven't, no. Oh, do you know the baby that like at the end or whatever? And he like waves, I forget what he says, but you know, the little baby boy. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, anyways, that's her son. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, I thought there was going to be, like, no way to talk to her because she was in high demand. She is doing and making, doing amazing things with her business and stuff, with empowering young women and doing retreats for these young women and their moms. And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to ever talk to her. And... It was funny because at the wrap party, there was this little lounge area that everyone was kind of avoiding. We're like, let's all go sit over there. Why not? And she happened to be over there and we were able to just talk. And it wasn't that I opened up and wanted to bug her because at the wrap party, everyone is exhausted. The judges are like, we're literally just having fun. We just want to have a couple of drinks and call it a night. And we end up kind of talking about my business a little bit. And she's given me another avenue that I can take my business with of oh, wow. how to get like she's like well have you thought about doing like festivals like pride and being like you know working with the city and stuff and i was like no i go i can't carry that much inventory that's so much she's like oh no 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 she's like you're gonna go to this website you're gonna have to fill out this form when you get to that point you're gonna connect with me and i'm gonna help you fill that form out because it is tedious and it is a complex and i was like yeah my brain will fry and i will not make it through that by myself she's like i have you you're gonna contact me we're gonna set up a meeting and I'm going to fill that form out with you. And I was like, amazing. That's and then awesome. It, yeah. And then what it does is it's a, uh, a platform. This website is a platform to connect, you know, vendors or retailers with the cities and like what their needs are. So like if they need somebody to provide this much glow stuff for that event, and this is what they're looking for, then I submit my um, proposal to them or, or, you know, my price point and stuff. And she goes, and she goes, and I have those connections. She's like, I will try and get those numbers for you so that you come into the uh, being the lowest bid, but you're not uh, lowballing yourself and you're still putting your salary in there and stuff like that. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we're talking a couple hundred thousand dollars type events, not just a thousand dollar event. So wow. um, these are big things. And I like, she broke it down to me and explained it to me. And my mind was blown. I was like, all right, well, that just made my week there. I just need to talk to you for, you know, 10 minutes at the beginning of the week, and I would have been done. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't need all the rest of the lessons. That's all I needed right there. <laughs> kind of joking, but, like, it, and that's the thing, too, is, like, the judges, are, they're all here for us. They're not getting paid to do this. That's, you know, not a job for them. They love to do this. They love to help other entrepreneurs. And so even 
<laughs> after the show. Like we can still connect with them. Like I have emails I, and they're connecting me with other vendors that can make things for my store. One of the girls that was on the my season, she does hair tinsel where they're clippings. Yeah. And so I already carry hair tinsels that you slide in. But if you see people, everyone's putting those hair tinsel in their hair, but they're like semi-permanent where they're there for a couple of weeks. These are yeah. the same. It looks, it looks just as good, but it's just a hair clip that you can take in and out. She's like, I'm a professional. I work for this major corporation where I can't wear hair tinsel to work, but I can wear this on the weekend and then take it out and I'm good for work on Monday. And I was like, that's really oh, cool. Wow. That's amazing. So I'm already working with her to bring them into my store because she hasn't done wholesale yet. And so I'm now teaching her how to do wholesale versus retail of what I learned in my feasibility class. I'm like, yes, this is what your bottom line is. That's where you can sell it to me. I'm going to sell it for this amount. And everyone wins. She's like, I'm on board. So then she hand makes them all. So it's going to take a while, but we'll have those in our store shortly. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So it's definitely the best networking event I've ever done. <laughs> Right. That is awesome, Jay Baby. That's the that's the name of the game is uh networking and getting people, you know, getting people like minded people and uh Mm -hmm. then you help each other. You know, you just help you help each other. That's the whole the whole benefit of the networking and that kind of stuff. It seemed like networking was really a big thing for a while and then it just kind of disappeared. I remember I remember that it was a networking thing when uh I mean Everybody was going to networking things, you know. It was all networking. I I've always been going to networking things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's disappeared right. at all. I think it's still there. It's just if they're more niche now. Um, I was when I was working the casinos, they have what's called G two E. I didn't do it personally. Um, right. Usually, I was a tag along with Steve, but that was for his department with table games. Like he does that once a year. Um, I joined the Global Gaming for Women, and it was all women that work in the gaming industry. I'm part mm-hmm. of that network because I did that when I was working at the casinos. And once you're kind of part of that, it doesn't really go away. Um, it wasn't as good as this, though. Like, you have to be accepted into their, like, lean-in circles where they meet once a month. And it, it was a little bit more, like, secured than what this is. This is like once you're in, like you know and you get to meet everyone with the alumni group. So Yeah, I think one of the one of the best things I and I, I after I said that about people not getting together and networking, it don't you know, I'm thinking, well, duh, COVID put the clamps down on people getting together for two years almost. But yeah. I remember yeah. I remember um uh I remember a couple of years ago um uh, I, I got uh, I got uh, invited in in Twitter. I got invited to a uh, networking thing um, for podcasts, and I had never been to one. Wasn't and that I just thought, this last summer? No, no, it was a it was at least a couple of summers ago. Uh, because that's when I met the uh, the opinionated luscious girls. Uh, that's when I met them. Yeah. That's, that's when I met. Uh, that's what I. Oh, met. I was thinking about the one that was held in Denver that you got invited oh, uh, to. No, this was uh, this is internet. This is an internet thing, mm-hmm. and online, online, and that that's where I, yeah, that's where I met the uh, you know the school for podcasting guy, and so I thought, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna do it, ah, you know, and, and Grammy goes, why don't you just do it, do it, you know? <laughs> so I did, and I tell you what, J baby, that was the that was the best thing I did. 
the best thing I did because, like you said, you meet some you meet some awesome people. You're like minded. You're sharing ideas and uh, got some great input and and made some good friends. Made some good friends and uh, yeah. So I, I mean, if you get a, a, an opportunity to do something like this that J Baby did. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of disheartening when you say, well, I'm going to apply for this. And then you find out like 70,000 people. <laughs> I know, know, right. That's That was me. I was like, what? Oh, I'm let me tell you. Make it so you don't, yeah, don't, don't uh, doubt yourself. Manifest that this will happen. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the girls and I've even what he was saying is people have been denied and reapplied and made it in and one of the girls that was there um absolutely love her her name is jessica bird and it's bird with a y and her business is bird houses which are uh -huh. tiny houses for humans <laughs> because uh -huh. she played off of it being her last name she named them bird houses um and one of the most amazing things that happened while we were there is when she showed up that week she was pre-launched for her business and she's been putting this together. She's got like 14,000 followers on her social media. And one of the judges asked her, uh, how come you haven't launched yet? And she's like, mm -hmm. I'm scared. And she's like, yeah. what are you scared of? And she goes, I'm scared of the success. And that's what the biggest fear yeah. is for an entrepreneur. It's not that we're going to fail. It's that we're going to succeed and it's going to take off. And we don't know what to do with it when it starts to take off. And that was her biggest fear and that what she was scared of. And she goes, I challenge you. She's like, you got people like leads that are ready to buy now, right? And she was like, oh, absolutely. She goes, I challenge you by the end of this week. And this was probably already day four. I think it, yeah, it was day four. So she had like 24 hours to okay. reach out to a lead and to make her first sale. And so she gets up on the stage. She tells everybody the story. Like she told a few of us because we all, uh, there was a small group of us from night one that were all together. And she came and told us all. But night one, she got up on the stage, or that night she got on the stage and she was told everybody about this challenge. She goes, I have just made my first sale. She's going to um, buy. I'm just waiting for a payment. And she's like, but I am no longer pre-launched. My business has launched. I'm in business. And so that was amazing in itself. By the time she sat down, she got the message, payment was received for her first tiny house. Oh, cool. So what we're gonna do is she's gonna do a, a blocks tiny house with all of us. So, okay. uh, or as many of us as possible. So I'm gonna provide all the, like, the lights to decorate the tiny house with. Somebody's gonna, uh, does like these really nice wood tables with epoxy resin in them. He's going to do a coffee table for it and possibly some counters. Like, we're going to make this the blocks, uh, the tiny house with all of our names on it and stuff. So, like, that was probably the coolest thing to see. Right, right. That is so awesome. That is so awesome stuff right there. <clears throat> and that's the other part, Shelby. There's people that haven't even launched their businesses yet that are on them. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what your business is. It's that you want to do better for your business. You yeah. know, sometimes I think going into those things, I, I don't know, it's a, kind of like a coin cost. Is it is it better, a coin toss, is it better to go into it 
before you start your business or is it better to go in and actually run your business for a while? Because like, maybe you're into your, you're going into your, well, you're into your second year. I mean, Mm-hmm. Do you think it'd have been much different if you'd have got into that before you started Glowflow Denver? Um, I think it would have been absolutely, but I think it would have taken me a lot longer to launch my business. Here's the thing: I am one of the very few people that saw an opportunity and jumped on it. We like, I went and I worked for this business for like what two weeks, and I went in there as just I need a job to get me out of the house before I figure out my next big move and mm-hmm. very quickly it turned I mean my after day one like for my interview I didn't even have like an actual shift yet and I was telling Steve everything that was wrong with this business of what she needs to do to take her business to the next level of like <laughs> you don't even have social media you don't have a website like what the heck are you doing like it's 2022 and so it turned into a partnership conversation day one and then it turned into let me buy your business to you're too greedy your business isn't worth that much so we'll do it ourselves thanks and she went out of business a month after uh that happened ironically so when i say that she didn't know how to run business i wasn't kidding it was bad and so and then we started buying inventory I, i found vendors i uh we had inventory coming in within a month um we had signed a lease within a month like we didn't like slowly move into this idea we just went and dove right into the deep end like idiots mm-hmm. <laughs> say nice. idiots because we probably could have spent a little bit more time planning before we did it all um so for me it was probably good to do this after i opened my business though because i've already gone through some of the different things i've already you know struggled through a lot of it so that I was able to take the lessons a lot differently than people that are pre-launched that haven't done anything. What's great about even pre-launch people is they at least we're already got their social media going, they're working on their followers. They've got more followers than I do on all of my platforms combined. So um, they're obviously doing something right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So I don't know, I, I wouldn't say it matters either way. I think it, it depends on the person and, what works for them. Um, one business was there has already become a multi-million uh, dollar business. Whoa. And, you know, yeah, like, and I had no idea until all of a sudden she raised her hand and asked them about the next steps for her business of what she could do with the block um, corporation. So, yeah, I mean, you, you have no idea what these people, what they're making and stuff. And it was really cool. Like, I didn't even realize half of them aren't even launched yet. Okay, well, before I forget, uh, I know we got people in here you probably are not familiar with uh, Glowflow Denver. Uh, And uh, we have a little ad here uh, for Glowflow Denver. So uh, I'm going to play this ad so you know what Jay Baby's business is. Okay, she's a great she's a great partner and supporter (laughs) of the old man's podcast. And uh, here's her ad. Okay, here it is. Good morning, listeners of the old man's podcast. This is Jay Baby coming at you from Glowflow Denver inside Colorado Mills Mall, located in Lakewood, Colorado. You can find us at glowflowdenver.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. As soon as new products come in, we post to Instagram and Facebook first. We have products that are LED lit, glow in the dark, and UV reactive. Everything you need for kids' glow parties, roller rings, festivals, concerts, and more. 
For the month of January, we have the Buy More, Save More event. If you spend $100, you'll get 10% off and 20% off if you spend $200. This discount does not apply to other discounts. Some of our products include LED strip lights, night lights, flow toys, festival makeup, jewels, and hair, LED name tags, LED screen backpacks, and so much more. Just for being a listener of the Old Man's Podcast, you'll get 10% off, even if you don't spend the $100. Just use the Old Man 10 at checkout. Orders over $80 will give you free shipping. We appreciate everyone's continued support, and remember to just glow with it. Yeah. And, oh, uh, I like that slogan. Just go with it. Right. And, oh, uh, I'm actually going to change it. This is, uh, you're going to change that? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Let me light up your night. Whoa. Oh, that, oh, that's even that, better. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, um, uh, we give when we have our contest, our trivia contest, or any other little contest we got going on, we give out Glowflow Denver gift cards, and uh, this is what the this is the store Glowflow Denver, and uh, good lord, I mean we've been giving out gift cards since you started gift having gift cards in the store, and uh, so <laughs> you no. You forced me to get gift cards for the store, and we were doing them before I ever even opened. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it has been one of the funnest things uh, here on the show is uh, our partnership with Glowflow Denver is uh, helping her grow her store and uh, telling people about Glowflow Denver and and uh, passing out those gift cards. I mean, it's just been fun. So, I mean, and I want to say, you know, you people out there, you got, you know, you got uh, a podcast that you're doing and uh, you want to have a little contest or something, you know, I mean, you don't, uh, well, what are we going to give them if they win? Give them a gift card from Glowflow Denver. I mean, come on. I mean, it's easy to do. You just, uh, you go to their webpage. I go to the webpage and I buy a, I buy a, uh, I buy a, a gift card and I, you know, I buy it for the winner and uh, bing, bang, boom, they get an electronic gift card sent to them. And uh, there you go. And uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And uh, so uh, I just want to, I don't very often, well, I, I do thank you a lot when we talk personally, but I want to do it publicly. Thank you. Thank you, J baby. Uh, for all your support. You are awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know what we would do without you guys supporting us. So we really appreciate it. Um, it, it happened naturally and organically and I love it. And it's kind of fun to tell people that we are connected with you guys. And they're like, wait, what? And so like during the show, I was like, no, I don't have my own podcast. I have a podcast to promote me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Shelby, you got, uh, you got any more questions? Yeah, I have one more question. Jay, baby, is it okay if I kind of like pick your brain sometime? (laughs) Absolutely. Anytime. I'm always open for it. Um, while I was there, I was actually have another friend that she does. She's a small business. She's very, very low, low scale though. And does like little, uh, it's minis. Like she makes Mm -hmm. little miniature resin things and she Mm -hmm. makes these really cute earrings. And so she had a question that she posted on her business page of how to promote something or whatever. And so I reached out to her and I told her the same thing. Watch the blocks. I was like, even if you can't, you know, she doesn't have the 
means to make it onto the show, like paying it and stuff. I was like, you don't even have to do that. Like, just watch the blocks. Like, they create the show because it's also, you know, educational for entrepreneurs to watch. You go onto, like, the app and you see all the different, like, lessons and stuff. There's a lot of free education on it as well. And so I gave her some of that information. But I've got to reach out to her now that I'm back and kind of help her out with her business. I'm all about helping anybody out. Like, I love educating other people. Um, I don't see anybody as a competition to me or a threat to me. Um, Mm -hmm. If I do, then I'm not doing something right. (laughs) And I've always had that mentality from when I worked at the casinos of if you get promoted over me, then I didn't earn that promotion. I never take it out on the person that got promoted over me. So I actually take pride in it of being able to help them get to that level. So and absolutely, you can reach out to me. And you, I, I, you do have uh, because Jay Baby and I um, have really developed a very strong friendship. I mean, me and Jay Baby, Grammy, and Steve. I mean, we just have a strong relationship. We're always goofing off, and and uh, I mean, if we if we lived within a half hour of each other, we'd be at each other's house all the time. And uh, <laughs> uh, but the friendship, the friendship is so is so strong. And I, I can say this, honestly, you are one of the, you are one of the best people I know. You, you've got a very giving heart and you do that. You help people. And, uh, you know, I mean, in you're just a good people. And that's why good things happen. Good things happen, people to good people. If you're a good person, good things are going to happen. And, uh, so, uh, you know, and, and um, being a, being a giving person, you know, you give of yourself to help people, it's not a competition. You're just trying to help people grow and it's going to take off. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, that's where it's at. You, you get, so don't you get fulfilled? Don't your, doesn't your heart feel better? Uh, Jay baby uh, and Shelby, doesn't, doesn't your heart feel better when you help people? Yes. I mean, you're, you're yeah. 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 So, uh, Hey, mayor crazy. Good to see you. Uh, so anyway, hey, uh, uh, Shep, uh, Russ, you guys got any, uh, any questions crazy. for Jay, baby? Welcome back, Albert. Uh, no, I've just been enjoying listening. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. <coughs> A lot of knowledge. Awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else, Jay, baby? You got anything else you want to say? I mean, I don't want to cut you off if you're not done. Hey, Britt, you got, uh, you got any questions for, uh. I, uh, I need Jay Baby in my ear when I'm playing Rocket League at nighttime because I'm doing really good <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, Asha. Okay. All you got to do, Shep, is you got to download the show and just re-listen to it every day. <laughs> yeah, I think, y'all, for real, I think I'm going to have to. Cause usually gotcha. I got caps in my ear, man, and uh, it gets me all wild up. But I'm yeah. doing really good. Like I'm, I'm playing against real people, not even the computer. So. <laughs> uh, oh, and also, by the way, if you've got any questions about pool, about playing eight ball or nine ball, uh, give J Baby uh, give. Ooh, J-Baby we're, I'm starting ten ball on Sunday. Oh wow! She's oh nice. A, she's got a pool team. She's got a team. She's got a team, and they enter tournaments. Oh my god! I really oh, I have a uh, this Saturday. I'm playing oh, eight ball uh, doubles. <laughs> so what's the difference between eight ball and nine ball? Oh, I mean, I, um, I, I play. I oh, know man. It's just one more ball. <laughs> I, I mean, no. I don't know. Can I answer? Oh. Let me see if I know the answer. I might not know, but is it not eight ball 
when you like with regular pool, you know, like I mean, there's rules depending on what game oh. you're playing, but and then nine ball is you have to do them in order, right? Yeah, so yeah, that, nine ball, eight ball, eight ball, you play stripes or solids off the break, right? Yeah, regular pool, like I call that yeah. regular. nine ball. You had to get eight nine ball, you, you had to go in order. Eight ball, you play with all the balls, and you have one mm. through 15, and you're either striped or solids, and whoever gets all of their balls in first then gets to try and make the eight ball in. Mm -hmm. And then nine yeah. ball is one through nine, and you have to knock them in in order. Okay. When you play nine ball, so, do you still have to call So what, what, is this, uh, what is this ten ball you're talking no. about? Okay. Um, Ten ball, so it's very That's something I've never played. Nine ball is what I'm told. I've never played it either. Um, it's a new league here in Colorado that they brought, and it's more competitive. So my right now on Mondays, my captain, he is in charge of that league, and he's asked me to be captain on Sundays. I'm like, great. So you want me to be a captain for a league? I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. He's like, yeah. he's like, don't worry. I'll still be there. And I'm like, I don't even know what 10-ball is. What are you talking about? So I don't even know what ten ball is, but yeah, talk to me next week. I'll tell you all about yeah, it. Yeah, you gonna have to you gonna have to come back and let Sunday. me know what that is because I really haven't I've never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. similar to nine ball, but more competitive. You, you've heard of it before, old man? No, no, I, I've never heard of it either. This is the first time I've well, ever. Also, right it. now I play uh, APA, which is a swap league. And this league, it's no swap. He's like, you do have to call your pockets. And I'm like, okay. So that's what makes it more competitive. Like, you have to be more um Oh, I got it. Shop. I'll put it in the mm -hmm. chat. Well, I now, in, a... in eight ball, you have to call your – because the eight ball is the last ball you, you put into a pocket. And yeah. don't you – you have that to call sense. that. You have to call that shot, right? In eight ball? Uh, yeah. 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 But you only have to call the eight. Right. Okay. Pool's a good game. Pool's a good game, man. I'm telling you what. I love it. I so, love all, so what you're saying there, Shep, is that all 10 ball is, is somebody that was playing nine ball and kept losing. was like, you know what? If we had an extra ball on this table, I would win. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If I had one more chance, I'd kick yeah. your butt. Hey, let's right. hey, put it under. Call it ten ball. Yay! Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Pool's a fun sport. Pool is definitely a fun sport. Yeah. Now there's an Olympic event that needs to happen. Um, oh, we've been saying that for years. I remember them talking about it since I was a kid. Yeah, I remember watching some. I remember watching a lady play pool. She was really famous, and I I think she was a little. She was an Oriental lady. She was really pretty. And I think her name was the Black. I think her name was the Black Widow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'd have to check. But man, she could play some pool. Oh, jeez, Louise. Uh, pool's a fun like, sport. Oddly enough, I never seen her make a shot though. I just I watched her all the time. Just never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's that? Who's that? Uh, that pool legend, uh, the Filipino man. I saw a thing on on YouTube. He was like really big back in like the late 80s, I think. And uh, on YouTube, he was just like watching the tournament. And I guess one of the guys who were playing or something, I don't know if it was a tournament, they gave him like the cue. 
just to like you know see what he can do man like it was like an impossible type of shot and he nailed it man it's like uh-huh. watching like prof- like watching people play pool who know how to play pool like not just like like i just banging around and i get lucky sometimes right like you it's know, impressive man it's impressive you like, know the movie and stuff it's crazy the movie the hustler with uh paul newman oh, yeah that's tom cruise <laughs> No, no, the one person. No, that's the, cocktails with Thomas Cruise. Yeah. No, no, that's uh, no cocktails. Is he in it too? The the prequel to the Hustler is uh, the one with uh, that's the Color of Money, the Color of mm. Money, I believe, with Tom Cruise playing pool. But that that's a prequel because uh, Tom Cruise is playing against the guy that was the young guy in the movie The Hustler, uh, Eddie. Eddie, I can't remember Eddie's last name. But you got Eddie going after uh, kind of like a Minnesota Fats type player. Oh, yeah, the color of money. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the color of money is Tom Cruise is coming up through the ranks, and he's up. Now he's playing with Eddie. You know, uh, they're both great pool moves. Both great pool. Oh, the hustler is Jackie Gleason. Yeah, yeah, Jackie Gleason. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's a really good movie. That is a good movie. Hey, uh, we're we're rapidly coming to an end. I want to thank Abrid for coming up. Abrid, you got anything to? I cast. You got any input you want? To I do not. I just wanted to feel like I was joining in. <laughs> <laughs> you are always welcome. Well, to we come also on got in, yeah. Crush Cat on the panel too. Right, and I was I wanted to give Cat uh, an opportunity to tell us about because tomorrow there's two two events going on tomorrow. One is it is our one thousandth show. Mm-hmm. One zero zero zero. Everybody, please come on in and join the party. With the come MC himself, Mr. Russ Brown. That's right. That's and right. MC is the throwdown with Russ Brown Thursday. Yeah, and uh, come on in and have a lot of fun with us. We're gonna goof around. And also, drunk. what's going on? Well, also, yeah. Also, <laughs> what's going on is cra- uh, Crash Cat Crash is uh it's the premiere day of her podcast crash you want to tell us about your podcast okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) tomorrow is my first podcast crash and burn and it is a it's me adulting like a pro or maybe not um and i have a fabulous co-host you might know him the old man has agreed to be my co-host so that should be exciting and i also have russ and Eric joining us. So I'm so excited. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank it you. is just uh, it is just me trying to get through life and these guys trying to help us me do it. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun show. Uh it's full it, of sarcasm laughter well, um, and who knows. Yeah, and, well, it, and, and um, it's following hold on, Eric. Let's just a second. It's following the suit of the old man's podcast because it's gonna be a clean it's going to be a clean, fun show. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crash is going to have some rules. And if the people don't follow the rules, because that I get to be the co-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the cop. I get to be the cop for uh, for a Crash and Burn podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's going to be a blast. I mean, uh, uh, Crash and I talked for a long time yesterday on uh, what she wanted what she wanted uh, for her show and how I could help her. And uh, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a fun show. And the nice thing about it is, is on Thursday, it's going to be Thursdays, uh, noon Pacific At 3 time, p.m. 3 yep. p.m. Eastern time. Right. 
So you got the old man's podcast coming on. And then when we're done, I think there's going to be a outside of normal show. And then when uh, he's done, then we're going to have a crash and burn podcast with Miss Crash Cat herself. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun Thursday. It's going to be a fun Thursday. So uh, before Thursday happens, make sure that you check out 620 Patio tonight. Absolutely. At, uh, Absolutely. Eastern. It's uh, going to be kind of a second part to what they were doing last year. Masculinity. It's uh, a new definition of an independent woman tonight. Um, make sure you check it out. It's a really, really good show. And uh, Lucky and Shane do a lot of research, and it's great. They do their due diligence. I will say this. They do their due diligence, and they've got a lot of good information. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they, they put in the time researching their topics. And it's uh, they're not they're not firing from the hip. They've they've got a well planned out show, so you need to check that out. The two six O patio podcast six two O. And uh, if you didn't if you didn't get to come into the live last night and check out True Crime Tuesday with me and Lucky Me, uh, we did the episode on the boy in the box, uh, the four year old that was found in 1957 up near the Philadelphia area. Uh, he was known as America's unknown child all the way up until 2022. It's a really good episode. Go check it out. And next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, we have Israel Keys. And um, that's going to be another really good episode. And the week following that, we start a series on Ed Gein. So a lot of good things going on with Trigger Crime Tuesday as well. Man, you are killing it on topics, Druss. i tell you what, man. Uh, you got some great programming. And uh, I just want to let you know. And I have one more thing. Yes. If I can. Um, Jake, he's had another little turn for the worse. We're just going to keep everything going, the prayers. But his family has um, released an address where anyone that wants to send a get well card or anything to them to a P.O. box, you can reach out and um, I'll get you the address so you guys can show your support. Absolutely. Jake. Another thing I want to share, uh, Crash, that you shared with me, I hope you don't mind, is uh, no, now, okay. now I, I'm not I'm not saying that we had a direct response, uh, we're directly responsible for it or not, but since we had our show yesterday and we talked yeah. about the, the GoFundMe uh, thing for Jake and we posted that in the description of our show yesterday, in the last 24 hours, he has received uh, uh, probably a, a thousand or more donations. To yeah, there was a thousand anonymous donations that came in um, after the podcast was shared, and um, they shared it on theirs too. And they they actually reached out and asked if because um, they were all anonymous donations, so they don't know. And everyone around their circle have been posting who it's from, so. If so anyone did, thank you. <laughs> so if you're donating to that go go fund me thing for Jake, thank, thank you very me. much. Thank you for being, you know, for reaching out and helping a family in need. And our prayers and our good thoughts are going to continue to go out for Jake. Keep those lights burning. We're uh, you know, yeah. we're asking that you uh that you have your light, your if you don't have Christmas lights. Uh, we were asking for Christmas lights. Keep your Christmas lights on and keep them going. Uh, but if you don't have those, turn on your porch light, turn porch light, patio lights, and uh, or just go to go go to J Baby and buy some glow. Buy <laughs> Show some the glow. Yeah, yeah. Buy some glow at J Baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Does man, my sensor light count? Does sure. what? 
My essential light. Does that count? Absolutely. Yep. Any oh, kind yes. of light, keep it on for Jake. Yeah, keep it on for Jake. You know, keep it on mm -hmm. for Jake. Yeah. And we're I'm looking into helping them get um, a t-shirt designed that is um, superhero themed with a cape and stuff. So we're trying to figure that out so we can get it. And then all the money will go towards GoFundMe for them. Yes. So uh, anybody can help with that. <laughs> Please. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You followers and supporters of the old man's podcast. You guys are awesome. And uh, it, it, you show us every day. You show us every day. Generous hearts. You guys are great. Eric, you know what, Eric? I think I'm going. I think we need to uh, turn on the lights. Let's uh, kind of clean uh -huh. up and lock the doors, and uh, let's go. I'm ready to get this show. Well, ended. Um, start planning for our one thousandth, a thousandth. That's kind of hard to say. Yeah, a one thousandth show. Uh, Absolutely. Um, well, I know coming up, uh, we wrap up. Um, Russ is going to be doing his life, and um, and I know like prime time, other than. To a patio, and, oh, Eric, and, uh, you're breaking pulse. up. You're breaking my up. Back. In yeah. the matrix, back out, back out. <laughs> am, I, am I back? You're back. Oh, uh, you're back, right? Well, now. um, I know we got rest coming up live at the top of the hour. We've got the pulse, um, Wednesday night variety show coming up as well as six to a patio. And then be, be sure to also check out the potluck podcast, those guys are pretty funny. And then, and I think Black Dragon Radio, they've also got a show on this evening. And, um, you know, Scooter from the Beans and Winnie Show and James from the Slightly Serious Show are collaborating, you know, with a new Wednesday night show called The Beans and Winnie Show is Slightly Doomed. Um, I would certainly encourage friends to also check that out and also check out um, Soccer 82 Alpha. If they're not on Podbean Live this evening, Facebook, Twitch, and Rumble, and Twitter X, and YouTube. And um, and we'll be back tomorrow when when the for, for the Thursday Throwdown with Russ 1000th episode special. And... And Crash doing her show tomorrow afternoon, which I hope Crash that we might even have additional friends show up like Shane and and Lucky Me and Shelby and Amber May if they're listening to this because they know awesome. they're invited. Yeah, yes. Shep's invited too. Definitely invited, Shelby. Everybody, yeah. Out support part of it. Hey, a special thank you, Jay Baby, for coming in and sharing with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. You are. Thank you, Jay Baby. Awesome. Hey, baby, you're awesome. And, um, and, and we got to also hear it from Russ, too. Like, what's that favorite snack, Russ? Mountain Dew and a Moon Pie, bro. Mountain Dew and a Moon Pie. Oh, and uh, uh, Cindy, uh, Cindy is putting together a little thing for Jake, and uh, it's going to be yes. awesome. Cindy uh, is fabulous. Thank you, Cindy, for that. Absolutely fabulous. Her support and love for Jake has been amazing. Uh, what is going on with the noise in the background? What's that? I don't Sounds know. like it's come from Russell's like end. Sounds like a bunch of little kids. Yeah, that's my funny. kid. Oh, Aspen. Nice. That's my kid, yeah. Yeah. That's Aspen. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get out there and have a great day today, everybody. Do random acts of kindness. Be nice to people. You know, be quick to be kind. And that, that's what we're that's what we ask of you. Be quick to be kind. You know, keep an eye out for people that are struggling. Help them. Give them a helping hand. If anything, just ask them if they need help. You know, if they deny it, that's fine. Tell them, wish them well, and have a great day, and go go about your business. But at least take a minute to ask them. Hey, do you need help with that? Are you doing okay? Do you need help? And uh, just keep it going, man. 
Good day. Good show. Hey, Brent, thanks for popping in at the end. Crash, thanks for being here. Ship, thank you. Russ, thanks. Shelby, thanks for yes, a great darling. show. Thank you. You're this welcome, darling. Wild Card Wednesday with uh, Shelby Jack. You dealt the cards out really nice, Shelby. You well, did well. Bravo. Yeah. And Jay, baby, thank you. And again, as always, absolutely. Eric, you're the man. You are absolutely. the man. Absolutely. All right, we're going to let Big Rich Dog bring us to an end, and then we're going to later gator everybody and get out of here. What do you got to say there, Big Rich Dog? This is Big Rich Dog from the Dreadnought 928 Podcast, and you've been listening to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators, live on Podbean. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Say it with Bye. me, everybody. Later, later Gator. Later, Gator. Gator. See you around the Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow morning.